Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Off the Bench podcast, episode number 17. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all are having a great day. We're covering the NBA and college basketball today. First, we're going to start off with the NBA. Actually, before we start with the NBA, NFL news. A lot of a lot of stuff happened yesterday. Yesterday was the franchise tag deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, we saw a lot of different quarterbacks, or quarterbacks, uh, not quarterbacks, Derek Carr specifically. He signed with the Saints not too long ago. So that's going to be interesting for the Saints going forward. Uh, Lamar got placed on the, I, I can't remember the name, one, the franchise tag where teams can offer up the two first-round picks if they sign them, if they want to sign them. And a bunch of teams have reportedly come out and said that they are not interested, which I find crazy, which also means that something fishy is going on if all these quarterback needy teams are not going after lamar jackson in his prime an mvp winner previously young too that means something's wrong but we don't know obviously as the fans what exactly is going on daniel jones signed an extension saquon barkley got franchise tagged tony pollard got franchise tagged those were really the only big names that got franchise tagged yesterday uh aaron Rodgers, the jets are they flew out some some of their upper-level staff to California to talk with Aaron Rodgers. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks to see if they make any progression. Rodgers was granted permission from the Packers to speak with the Jets. So does that mean that uh, the Packers are they're done with him, through with him? Does that mean Jordan Love's starting next year? Does that mean Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet? We will see as time goes on. But very interesting thing to follow and we will be keeping track of it so now what's going on in the nba uh first things first obviously john morant what the hell is going on what are you doing he had those accusations last week where apparently he got into an argument with a 17 year old kid and then flashed the gun at him which not the right thing to do obviously especially with it being a 17 year old kid then he goes on his Instagram live on Saturday and he's at a nightclub and he flashes his gun again so everyone that was watching could see which I don't know I'm not a big law person I really don't know I think is I think he was in Colorado so I don't really know the laws regarding firearms there but I'm assuming well with with what everyone's speculating if you're an NBA player showing a gun it's not a good uh, image for the NBA itself and what the league represents. So that's why he's getting all that backlash, especially yeah, him being a big name in the NBA now too, a rising star. So he was initially suspended for two games by the Grizzlies, and now he's suspended. I don't know if he's suspended or if he's uh, just not with the team indefinitely now. I don't think it's an official suspension. I think he's. it was a mutual thing between the two. Now, the NBA is investigating the situation. The Colorado police is investigating the situation. Nike, his uh, shoe sponsor, came out and said that they appreciate Ja's accountability and they support his prioritization of his well-being. Because Ja did say that he's going to take some time to focus on himself, try to solve his problems that are happening now. So the first step is the accountability, which is good, realizing that what he did is wrong. Now we got to see how long he's going to be out for because the Grizzlies are third in the West right now. 
They're going to be in the playoffs. They're looking to contend for a championship. But without John Morant, it's going to be a lot harder for them to do that. So, we'll, again, with this situation, we'll see what happens as time goes on. On to another thing. New York Knicks. Julius Randle, he's on the thumbnail. He had that crazy game winner. Beautiful shot. He got Mike Breen to say, give him the double bang. Bang! Bang! That never happens. It's usually only one bang. Last time I heard the double bang was when Curry hit that deep three against the Thunder years back. An iconic call. Now, um, Randall gets the double bang, making this one another iconic call. The Knicks are 12-3 and three in their last five games. They weren't on a nine-game win streak up until last night, lo- uh, losing to the Hornets without Lamelo Ball. Again, Jalen Brunson didn't play for the Knicks either, but they have been playing good recently after the All-Star break. Julius Randle averaging 25 points, 10 rebounds. Brunson, Jalen Brunson averaging 24.6 assists. He's really turned up his game since coming over from Dallas. I think Dallas is starting to regret now not offering him a contract extension because I think he would have been doing just all right in Dallas with Luka. But I think it's better for his personal brand now because he's making more of a name for himself. He's not playing under Luka's shadow. He's le- really leading the Knicks right now. They're fifth in the East right now, and they're seeking their second playoff appearance in three years. They made it back in 21. That's when they met the Hawks in the first round. Trey Young did his thing, bowed to the crowd in the series closing game. But prior to that 2021 playoff appearance, the Knicks hadn't made the playoffs since 2013 when Carmelo Anthony was a part of that team. So... Really, a lot of the Knicks fans are excited for what this team has to bring in the future. Um, In terms of standings, the Nuggets, as of now, pretty much have the West secured. They're ahead by seven games, seven games higher than the second seed uh, Kings right now. They have the MVP frontrunner, Jokic. He's averaging a triple-double, but the rest of the West is wide open. The number two seed through number 13 seed, they're all within eight games of each other. And with about, with not that many games left in the year, I think about 19, maybe a little less than that. Really, except for the one CD, I think Denver's got that secured pretty much. Two, two through 13 is literally anyone's thing. I mean, the Spurs and the Rockets aren't contending. They're so many games out. They're uh, they're trying to get Victor Wembanyama in the draft. It's a, I think it's a three-team race right now. The Spurs, the Rockets, and the Hornets. Or maybe the Pistons, too. I don't know. The Pistons haven't been playing too bad. But again, those that group of teams are trying to... You're, I mean, you're not supposed to tank, technically. But again, they are trying to get Victor. Yeah, it is the Pistons. So Hornets have 21 wins. Pistons, 15 wins. Spurs, 16. Rockets, 15. Really at the bottom of the of their respective conferences trying to give that first overall pick. Um, but the biggest surprise so far, I think in terms of the Western conference has definitely been the Sacramento Kings right now. They're second in the West being led by De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. Remember they had De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. And then they made that trade. Everyone not didn't really like it because you had Halliburton who was an up, 
up-and-coming star. Now he's, he's playing great. He made the All-Star game this past year. Great player. They make that trade with Indiana, send Halliburton and Buddy Heald to Indiana, get Sabonis, a few other players, and maybe a pick in return. But now this year it's really paying off with both De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis making the All-Star game. The Kings as a team haven't made the playoffs in 17 years. They are an exciting team to watch, and I'm curious to see what they can do in the playoffs. In the West, the Nuggets are the only team with 40-plus wins, really showing how wide open the rest of the West is. The East, they have four teams with 40-plus wins. Uh, in Phoenix, ever since getting KD, I think they're not looking too bad, looking better. Devin Booker's looking better in the past three games since Kevin Durant started playing with them. Devin Booker is averaging 36 points a game because now Kevin Durant's first option. You have Booker, who's been a great scorer for most of his career, is now a second option, which in his time in Phoenix, he's always been the first option. Now he's the second, still a lethal scorer, and those points are really proving it for him. KD's averaging 27 points in that span. Chris Paul's averaging nine assists in that span. So really going to be interesting and exciting to see how Kevin Durant can help them in the playoffs because they're going to make the playoffs. But last year they disappointed after having the best record in the league in the regular season, escaped from the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans put up a great fight. That's when we really saw Alvarado come to life. But again, Zion was hurt, so we didn't see Zion. Then Mavericks, oh man, I th Mavericks dominated them in that one game. They'll, closing game beat them by like i don't know it was a blow blowout just to say the least but we'll see how the suns can rebound from that playoff loss last year the clippers ever since they got russell westbrook after he was bought out by the jazz they are one in five as a team they're not playing great russ is averaging 15 points four rebounds eight assists in his time with the clippers so he's not playing terrible but they just can't win Four out of those five losses have been within 10 points, and two of those went into overtime. So, really, it's not, they just can't win. Something else has got to happen. I mean, we've seen this team with Kawhi and Paul George. When they initially joined, uh, you're thinking, wow, these guys can really compete for a championship. That's That was the goal in mind in, uh, in the Clippers. They haven't really been able to do that. If they don't do it again this year, I mean, what what do they really do? You think it's time to rebuild out in L.A. for the Clippers? Because Kawhi's getting old. Paul George is getting old. Russ is getting old. I mean, they gave up a lot of draft capital to get Paul George from the Thunder when they were building that core. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think they should do it get some of those picks back while – both Kawhi and Paul George have some sort of value before they start to regress. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the Clippers have in mind. I think they should rebuild after this year if they are if they don't get their championship. Uh, take a look at the power rankings, top 15 in the NBA. Bucks stay at one. They've been hot recently. They've been playing really good basketball. Nuggets are up to number two. Celtics are down to number three. Sixers stay at four. Knicks are up two spots to number five the Cavs are at six the Suns are up two spots to number seven Kings are at eight Grizzlies move down four spots to number nine Warriors are up to ten the Timberwolves make a big jump up to number 11 
Clippers down to 12, Mavs down to 13, and then the Nets at 14 and the Miami Heat at 15. And for the MVP odds, Jokic is still the favorite, but now Embiid and Giannis are tied for second, followed by Jason Tatum and Luka. So now we'll move on to college basketball. We are not that far out from Selection Sunday. Four days this Sunday, March 12th, Selection Sunday. Some teams have already booked their ticket to the big dance with the conference tournaments going on. Um, so by so I think some of the tournaments actually do finish up on Sunday right before the selection show starts. But this past Saturday, we talked about how there were some big games happening for some teams. There were a lot of upsets on Saturday. First one, number 24, Texas A&M beat number two, Alabama. One of the big games, Texas and Kansas. Number nine, Texas beats number three, Kansas, by 16. Unranked Iowa State beats number seven, Baylor, by 15. Unranked West Virginia beats number 11, Kansas State. Unranked Auburn beats number 12, Tennessee. Unranked Seton Hall beats number 20, Providence, by 24 points. And unranked Oklahoma defeats number 22, TCU. A lot of stuff happened Saturday, and um, it kind of changed some of the seedings in the conferences prior to their conference tournaments. Uh, it did shake up the top 25 a little bit. I'll read that right now. Houston stayed at one. UCLA, they beat Arizona at home. That was a big game. They beat. They move up two spots to number two. Kansas stays at three. Alabama moves down two spots to number four. Purdue's at five. Marquette's at six. Texas moves up two to number seven after beating Kansas. Arizona stays at eight. Gonzaga moves up to nine. Baylor down three spots to 10 after that loss to Iowa State. UConn's up three spots to 11. Kansas State is down one spot to 12. Virginia stays at 13. Miami's up two spots to 14. Xavier, Xavier, I don't, I don't know how you say it, up four spots to 15. St. Mary's is up one to 16. Tennessee is up five to 17. A&M is up 6 to 18 after that big win over Bama. Indiana's down 4 to 19. San Diego State down 2 to 20. Duke jumps up 5 spots to number 21. TCU stays put at 22. Uh, Kentucky stays put at 23. Creighton moves up 2 to 24. And Missouri moves up 1 to 25. And the teams that dropped out of the rankings were number 20 Providence who lost number 21 Maryland and previous number 25 Pittsburgh so speaking of the bubble teams we've been looking at them for the past couple weeks and there have been some movements now in the last four buys are Boise State NC State Pittsburgh and Penn State last four in are Mississippi State Utah State Rutgers and Nevada first four out Oklahoma State Wisconsin, Arizona State, and North Carolina. North Carolina, they lost to Duke, obviously at home. They really want to up their chances. They got to be very impressive in the conference tournament. The next four hour, Michigan, Charleston, Clemson, and Oregon. So, four days out, like I said, from Selection Sunday. Um, 
this is going to be a crazy tournament just from this year alone i mean i know we didn't really cover it during football season but i was keeping an eye on it and number one seed changed a lot a lot of different teams held the number one seed um so with that being said that should make for a pretty crazy tournament coming up soon yeah i don't know the exact number of teams that held number one but there were more than a handful i'll tell you that um i think for next episode i've been thinking about this because the brackets are coming out sunday we're going to record the episode on wednesday i think i'm going to fill out my bracket i'm going to pick the winner for each game next episode so i'm not sure right now if we're going to talk about nba next episode just because with all the games a lot of winners to pick we might talk about nba for a little bit but next episode might be a little longer not exactly sure though but we will be picking all the winners for each game and i've been thinking about maybe doing a uh a group on the espn tournament challenge for brackets but i'm not sure about that yeah i don't know it might be too late to try to organize all that many people but again bracket filling out your brackets one of the american traditions in sports always very exciting to do that so i'll end the episode there uh be, watch the conference tournaments a lot of good basketball going on um there have been a lot of upsets and i'll say more of the smaller conferences uh games going on right now when i'm recording some games happen syracuse is out they lost to wake forest today by three points 77 74 tonight today's wednesday march 8th tonight we do have some acc i believe So tonight we have Boston College at North Carolina at 7 p.m. and Virginia Tech at NC State at 9.30 p.m. So going to be some good basketball to watch tonight. I'm not sure about the other conferences. Big 12 tonight is Texas Tech at West Virginia, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Ohio, uh, Big 10, Ohio State's at Wisconsin, Minnesota's at Nebraska. SEC, I, I don't know if there's SEC on. There is SEC on tonight. Ole Miss is South Carolina and LSU at Georgia. Regarding any of the other bigger conferences, there's Pac-12 on tonight. California, Washington State at 530. Stanford, Utah at 9. Oregon State and Arizona State at 1130. Arizona State, one of those bubble teams. Right now, they're one of the first four out. Hope they can get a win. All right, we'll end the episode with that. So a lot of good basketball tonight and the rest of the week up until Sunday. Then the games start Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all right in a row. March Madness basketball, college basketball all day. Arguably the most wonderful time of the year. We'll end the episode here. Thank you all for watching. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on Wednesday to pick the winners for each game in the men's college basketball tournament. Have a good one.